was designed to encourage you, bring you hope, show you God's love, and inspire you to live every moment with purpose. Thank you, Jesus. Turn with me to Psalms 23. Thank you, Lord. Psalms 23. Thank you, Jesus. Psalms 23 and 1, and it's only six verses. So we're going to read all six verses. We're going to read all six verses. As we start to read Psalms 23, the Lord has placed in my heart that over the next few weeks, we're going to take a walk through this psalm. We're going to take a walk through the Psalms. We're going to take it verse by verse because there's a lot to impact or unpack. Mm -hmm. And God wants us to make sure that we know that he is the good shepherd. That he is the good shepherd. In fact, that is the title of the series. The series is called The Good Shepherd. The series is entitled The Good Shepherd. As we read Psalms 23, and it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepareth the table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anointeth my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come to say thank you for your word. Thank you, God, for allowing us to assemble one more time in your presence. Now, God, as we and we are about to unpack this scripture, I ask that you hide me behind the cross. Don't let them see me, God, but let them see you. Take my mind, my heart, my vocal cords, everything about me, God, you take it right now. Thank you, Lord. I yield everything to your presence, to your, to your power, and to your anointing. Thank you. God, I ask that you bless the hearers that are about to hear this word. Thank you. Whether it's now, whether it's on YouTube later, on Facebook later, or even on the podcast, yes, that this word will be able to penetrate yes, and yes. to infiltrate their hearts and their minds, that they will go walking away knowing that you are the good shepherd. Yes, Jesus. God, we thank you for moving, and we thank you for your presence in the building right now. Bless this word. Make preaching easy. Remember, remind me of everything that you put into my spirit to say. And we will endeavor to give you honor, glory, and praise. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. and amen. Over the next few weeks, we're going to break down Psalms 23 and a series entitled The Good Shepherd. But for the next few moments, I want to minister from the topic, God is everything. God is everything. As I begin this discussion, I want to start out with a statement. There is a fundamental difference between want and desire. And until we can understand that fact, we will forever be chasing our desire, our, we will ever be chasing our desires thinking they are our wants and chasing our wants thinking they are our desires. Our wants and desires are cut from the same cloth and has the, and has the same meaning or same cloth that they are come from, but the outcome is different depending on how you go to obtain it. In the English version of the word want, it means to have a desire to possess or to wish something. It also can mean a lack or deficiency of something. The word desire means a strong feeling or wanting to have something or wishing for something to happen. Here lies the difference. Want is simply wanting something that we do not already possess. While desire, on the other hand, is a craving for a person or something. And it all comes down to how bad you want it. How bad our craving, are you craving your desire? It is not, it is something that you would chase after every day of your life. Your desire is something that you are pondering all day long. Your desire is something that you chase after and you are not satisfied until you reach it. Your desire is something that you are chasing after. Your heart yearns for it. Your mind ponders it. And your body reacts that you will go after it no matter the course. You will go after it even if it kills you. You will chase your desire because that's the part that's in you that will drive you to reach that purpose or, or calling that you want to go after. Your, your desire is something that God places in you that you have to go after to be fulfilled, not only in the natural, but also in the spiritual. See, when you have a desire for something, you have that ability or you have that yearning in your heart, that, 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 that beat. Every time your heart beat, you're thinking about it. Every time you wake up, you're thinking about it. Every time you, you walk out the door, you're thinking about it. Every time something you see something that reminds you that you're thinking about your desire. I have a desire that I want to write a book. And every time I open up a page or I turn my pen or look at my pen, I start to write because that's where my heart is. That's where my mind is. And I am not going to be satisfied until I get my desire. On the other hand, craving, or other hand, when you crave something, it could be wishy-washy today, wishy-washy tomorrow. If I get it, I'm okay. If I don't, I'm fine. But your desire is something that you can't live without. Your desire you'll wind up chasing when everything else is gone. Your desire is something that you go after 
even, like I said, even if it kills you. So you see, I, 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 your desire will, will, will drive you to the point where you almost become obsessed. Mm. Where I am obsessed with being, or I'm obsessed with getting this done. I'm obsessed of trying to reach that goal. I'm obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. So even if someone comes and tells you or try to persuade you to move or to try to persuade you not to go after it, you dismiss them mm-hmm. because they are not walking or thinking in your time. So you say, you do what you do. I have to go here. You are not going to stop my desire to attain what God has placed in my spirit. You're not going to stop me because you don't see where God is trying to take me. You're not going to stop me Man. because you don't understand where I am going. Yes. Either you get on board or you're not because I'm moving this train. Uh-huh. And whether you're on it or not, it's up to you, but I have to go. And you're not going to stop or hinder me from obtaining my desire. Yes. What are you desiring this morning? What are you craving this morning? Are you craving the world? Are you craving the things of the world? Or are you craving God and what he has for your life? Mm-hmm. I'm craving to be in the presence of the Lord. I can't not move without him. I yes, can't breathe God. without him. Yes. My mind won't work without yes, him. Yes. Lord is my everything. Yes. Psalms 24 and 3 says it like 12, 27 and 4 says it like this. One thing that I desire of the Lord and that I will seek after. I have to stop there because when you desire something, you're seeking it. Yes. And the word says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Yes. And all these things shall be added unto you. So if God is your desire and you're seeking him, and you're looking for him to do something in your life, you first have to seek. Yeah. See, a lot of times we don't seek stuff. We don't go after stuff. Uh-huh. We expect uh-huh. stuff to be dropped in our hands. Yeah. We don't expect to go and have to labor or work for it. But God says, seek me first. Uh-huh. Because if you seek me first, then I will give you what? The desires of your heart. Of your heart. Yeah. But yeah. if you don't seek me first, how are you going to find what you're looking for? Uh-huh. See, it says, seek ye first the kingdom. See, see we have to understand kingdom-minded people always put God first. Yes, yes. They don't put God second. They don't put God third. But they go after the kingdom yes. first. Thank and when they go God. after the kingdom, God will, will bless them and reward them. Yes. It says, that's what I seek after. That yes. I will dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. And behold the beauty of his, of his temple and the Lord of the choir in his temple. See, we have to seek God first. Seek him first. When you desire something, you go after with your whole heart, mm-hmm. body and soul. Yes. How many of us have a yearning in our spirit for God? Yes, thank you, Father. A yearning to be in God's presence. A yearning for his spirit to be with us. A yearning for him to communicate to us. A yearning for God to communicate to us and to communicate back, communicate back to him. Uh-huh. A yearning that every morning I got to wake up and pray. Every day I got to say something to God. A yearning that I have to talk to my father so my father can talk to me. A yearning in my spirit that says I can't move without him. Uh I can't breathe without him. Uh I can't function without talking to my father because I'm seeking his face. Seeking him for guidance. Seeking him for instruction. Seeking him because he is my everything. He is my everything. My everything. And when you God. learn how to seek God, when you learn how to worship God and you learn how to open up your spirit and seek God, 
Don't think that the enemy is going to let you in. Don't think the enemy is going to stop or not try to hinder you from doing so. So we have to seek God no matter what comes our way, no matter how bad the situation may yes. be, no matter how difficult times may be. We got to know how to seek God. Mm-hmm. When things are not going, when things are going bad in my life, I have to know that he is my Jehovah Nisi, uh-huh. the band of the banner of victory. See, see, when you're in a battle and you don't know your way out, uh-huh. when you're in a struggle and you don't know where, and the enemy is beating yeah, on you and beating on you and beating on you, you have to know that God is your niece, Jehovah Nisi, yeah. the banner of victory, that he will raise up a standard in you that will be able to stand flat-footed and hold on to what yeah, God has said in your life. God. You got to be able to stand flat-footed in yeah, what God yeah, is doing yeah, in your life. Yeah. And don't be moved by every wind or doctrine that comes your way because God says, stand, and I will stand with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When I am sick, he is my Jehovah Rapha. The God that healeth me. See, see, when, when you're in a battle, you're going to go through some sickness. Uh-huh. When you're in a battle, you're going to go through some difficult times physically. On, sir, but God says, stand, and I will be a Jehovah Rapha. Know that he is the God that healeth you. Yeah. When I am going through, I know that when, when stuff is struggling, when I don't have the money to meet my bills, I don't have the food on my table, and I don't know uh-huh. where my next meal is coming from. Yeah. And we know that God, I have to stand flat with it, know that God is yeah. my Jehovah Jireh. Yeah. The God that provides. Yes, yes. When I can't find peace in my mind, and I peace. feel like everything is going around me and breaking down. And my mind, I feel like I'm going to pull out my head. We have to stand stuck with it and know that he is my Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace. Yes, and he will give you the peace that passes all understanding. See, we got to understand this. When God gives us his peace, mm-hmm. the peace that God gives us, it doesn't take the storm away, but it gives us the ability to walk through the storm yes, yes, and the storm right. won't affect us. God, and it gives us the ability to know that we can walk with God in peace, uh-huh. even though there's chaos all around us. Uh-huh. It gives us the ability to walk and say, God, I know that the storm is on my left. The storm is on my right. But your peace will guide me through it. I won't be affected by what's going on around me. But the peace of God will guide me through the midst of my storm. And I will not be insane. I will not lose my mind. But I will have perfect peace yeah. in the midst of my storm. Preach, Pastor. Preach. When, when I am in need of guidance, protection, I have to know that he is my Jehovah Rapha. The Lord is my shepherd. Yes, he is. The word shepherd means it is an occupation in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. And it is responsible for leading, feeding, protecting, and procuring rest for the flock. As we look at our text on this morning, I want to draw our attention to verse one. The psalmist begins this portion of scripture with a decorative statement or declarative statement. Excuse me. The Lord is my shepherd. That's just the first couple of verses. Verses to, that's part of the A clause that they will call it. The Lord is my shepherd. I can stop right there because if you understand that statement, if you understand that proclamation, if you understand that the Lord is your Lord shepherd, is shepherd. Yes. and the word shepherd, I just told you, means guidance, protection. He's going to feed me and he's going to give me rest. Uh-huh. Yes. See, right yes. there, I have everything I need yes. because the yes. Lord is my, my shepherd. My 
shepherd. Mm. God knows that if he is and we're proclaiming to him to be our shepherd, that when we say those statements, we are declaring without a shadow of a doubt that God is guiding me, that God is feeding me, mm-hmm. that God is protecting me, and that God will give me rest. Amen. We are declaring to the world uh-huh. that no matter what comes my way, yeah. that God is my shepherd. That means he's going to guide me. He's going to lead me into path of righteousness for his name's sake. Mm-hmm. He's going to feed me when I am lost, when yes, I don't know where yes, to go. Yes. He's going to speak to my mind. He's going to send me help when I need it. He's going to protect me in the midst of trouble. And he's going to give me rest yes, yes, when yes. I need it. Give me rest. We're going to break down this, this here first part of cause A. The Lord is my shepherd. Mm-hmm. Because there are a few things that the shepherd is responsible for. There are a few things that the shepherd has to do when you declare that he is the shepherd. The first thing the shepherd is responsible for is leading. Our responsibility is as sheep or as followers is to do what? To follow. No matter how difficult the times or no matter how difficult it may sound or no matter how difficult it is, we must follow Christ. It all comes down to what you want to do and what your desire is. See, I want to follow Christ. I want to live for him. But 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 there's a part of me that 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 and it's a part of you that, that you have to have some type of control. So when you're chasing after God, God is saying that if you're going to follow me, God is saying if you're going to want to, if you want to come after me. Don't chase me because if you're chasing me and if you're chasing me, you're going to leave. You're going to want me only half. Uh What do I mean by that? Because if you're chasing God and you only want and you find God, you only get half of what he has you because you'll find your way of of having some type of control. Mm -hmm. When God says you're chasing me, God doesn't want you to chase him, but he wants you to desire him. him. There's a difference between chasing God and Desiring God because if I'm chasing after God, I mean I can choose to chase him when I want him. I can choose to move in him when I want him. I can go after him today and don't chase him tomorrow. But when I desire God, when I desire to be in his presence, no matter what comes my way, I'm going to stick to the path of moving in the direction that God is taking. I'm not going to be wishy-washy today and wishy-washy tomorrow. No, I'm going to move in the direction of my heart's desire to be with God. I'm not going to chase him today and then when tomorrow I have to go my way, I'll walk away from God. I'm not going to chase him now and then two hours from now chase something else. No, I'm going to desire to be in his presence. Yes, yes. See, that's the trick of the enemy to get you to chase instead of desire. That's the trick of the enemy to try to get you to always chase something but don't desire it because Uh when you desire something, it's an internal craving to be next to that person. It's an eternal craving that I can't control. I got to get there no matter what it costs. But when I'm chasing something, I can just walk away from it and it won't affect me, but I can't walk away from my desire. I can't walk away from what God has put in my spirit because it urges me, it yearns, my heart is aching for it. Uh My heart is working for it. My mind is thinking about it. I can't just walk away from that. You gotta preach. But I can walk away from my craving uh-huh. because my craving will come and my craving will go uh-huh. but my desire will linger 
my desire will, will almost become, like I said, an obsession. I have to get there. I have to be in his presence. Yes, yes. I need it every day of my life. When we are desiring something, it's on a totally different level. Uh-huh. It's on a totally different level because we are craving or we are desiring what God wants to have for us. God has a plan for us. Yes, he does. And our lives should always, God's plan for our life should always supersede our plan for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because if we follow God's plan, we will never lack anything. Amen. Amen. We will never lack anything. This is what he said. This is what he meant by the second part of the scripture. I want, I shall not want. That word want there doesn't mean I don't want anything. That word want there doesn't mean I don't need anything. But that word want means I lack nothing. Mm-hmm. I can preach that right there. I lack nothing. Nothing. Because why am I going to lack something when I have a God who has everything in his hands? Uh, why am I going to yes, lack anything when yes. God says I have a cattle with a thousand hills? Yes. Why am I going to lack anything when I know that all I got to do is call on my father and call him the good shepherd and he's going to provide yes. everything that everything. I need? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, it says here in Matthew 6, 8, Matthew chapter 6, verse 8, the B quote, it says, For your father knoweth what things you need of before you ask. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because he is our shepherd, mm-hmm. he sees into our future. Yes. And it's already mapped out. So you cannot go to God and ask for something that he has not already know that you're going to come asking for it. And in some ways, already has provided for it. Uh-huh. But we need to know that our desire is lined up with his. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, we can't say, God, you know my heart's desire, and then go back to do something else. He knows your heart's desire. He knows that that was a lie that you just told him because if you was really searching for him and seeking after him, you would not go back to what you were doing before. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29 and 11 says it like this. But I know the thoughts that I think towards you, mm-hmm. say of the Lord, thoughts of peace. And not of evil to give you an expected end, a hope and a future. When we allow God to lead us, we are saying to him, I trust you. And he tr- you trust him to bring you to a place where he will feed you, mm-hmm. where he will nourish you, where he will allow you or he will sustain you in the midst of what's going on around you. I must believe. That we must, I must believe that you can make a strong, strong influence in my life because if I am now guided by God, uh-huh. God is now going to make sure that I get sustained. Mm-hmm. God is not going to lead me down a path and not feed me along the way. Mm-hmm. God is not going to lead me down a path and leave me to be hungry while I'm walking right, with Him. Right, God is going right. to sustain me sustain through yes. the Word. Yes. God wants to sustain me through food. God is going to sustain me. Because the shepherd is going to feed you. Yes, yes. He wants you to grow up. He wants you to be nourished. He wants you to be strong. Uh-huh. Why does he want you to be strong? Because he has a work for you to do. Yes. And you cannot do a work weak. You cannot yes. do a work unnourished. You right. cannot do a work malnourished. Amen. You cannot Amen. do a work for God. And you don't right. have the strength to yes. stand. Yes. But the Bible says we should stand and stand flat-footed. But how can I stand flat-footed if I do not have the nourishment? 
of the word or the nourishment in my body, I will faint. But the Bible said, think not. Be not weary and well-doing because God is your strength. God is your source. Yes. And if he's feeding us, mm-hmm. that is where we get our nourishment from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is where we get our, our strength from. Mm-hmm. Just like a seed has to grow into a flower. Mm-hmm. It must go through some growing pains. Mm-hmm. When you put a seed in the environment and you put a seed in the ground, you put a seed in the ground, you cover it with dirt. And when you cover it with dirt, you water it. And sooner or later, sunlight hits that dirt and it starts to, to generate or germinate that seed. And that seed now has to push through the dirt. Mm-hmm. God is saying to us, God is telling some of us that we have been covered by the dirt of other people. But he said, I've come and I've watered that dirt and wow. I put nutrients wow. in that dirt and I put substance in that dirt. Why? To feed you so you can push past the dirt. You can push out of the dirt and push out of the people out of your life and pr- produce and come up as the flower that I have called you to be. Wow. God said it's time to push past the wow. dirt. Wow. It's time not to allow people to cover you anymore. It's time that you come to the forefront. I watered you. I've yes. put my nourishment in you. Uh-huh, I've uh-huh. put everything that you need, but I had to allow dirt to cover you. Mm-hmm. Because when you allow dirt to cover me, God, you are now putting myself in a position where I have to rely on nobody else but you. I can't rely on friends. I can't rely on family members, but I have to put all my trust and knowing that the seed that you put in me will not be distinguished by the dirt that other people put on me. That the seed that you put in me will not be stopped out or put to death by other people, God. But you have put the seed in me to be producive and to be productive. And when you put the seed in me, I have to now nourish that seed. And the only way I can nourish that seed is through your word. Yes, yes. And when I get that word in me, when I get that word that that that, that passes all understanding, when I get that word in me, it will produce yes. what I need to push past the dirt. And to come up, and now yes. this is what he meant. I'll get into this in my next in a couple of lessons. But now he prepares my enemy uh-huh. and sits them down and watches me produce, and he prepares the table in front of them so I can eat in front of them and eat what they what they try to keep me from eating. But uh-huh. God said, No, eat my son, yes, eat yes, what you yes. want because you have to be nourished yes. for Thank the journey. You, Thank you, Father. See, see, we have people that will try to stop us. Uh-huh. We have people that will try to, to push us away. Yes. But God said, the seed yes. that I put yes. in you will not go away. Mm-hmm. God said, the seed that I put in you shall come to pass. The seed that I put in you, you will have, it will be nourished because of my word. When we put our trust in God and we begin to trust God, and we begin to desire him more and more. Uh-huh. We will grow. And when we grow up, our desires change. Knowing that your desire changes and towards him, you want to be more closer to him now. Uh-huh. Because now he brought you out of trouble. He's leading and directing you. He fed you. Now, now he has to, he has to protect you. Uh-huh. He, can't, he can't lead you, feed you. And then leave you uncovered. Mm. He cannot put you somewhere, feed you, mm-hmm. and then say, I'm walking away from you. God now has to protect us. Mm-hmm. 
He has to protect his investment that he placed in you. He has to protect what he has given you because we realize that we have the potential to walk away from what God has placed in our lives because we are chasing after something else. We are chasing after something else. We got to understand this and understand this clearly. Just because we say that God is our shepherd, just because we say we are following God, does not mean that the devil will not tempt you. Uh Does not mean that the devil will not come after you. Does not mean that the devil will not place something in your path that will try to get you to walk away Uh from your desire and chase something else. Yes, yes. So now God has to protect his investment Uh in us. He has to protect what he has placed in us because it is precious. Mm-hmm. We are housing the spirit of God in us. And we cannot be easily persuaded to walk away from our desire and start chasing something else. See, see, so, so we have to be mindful of the fact. But God says it like this in Isaiah 41 and 10. He says, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am God. I will strengthen thee. I will help thee. I will hold thee up with my right hand of righteousness. See, yes. So when God is protecting you, when God has called you out, yes, yes. and God has placed something in your spirit, uh-huh. he is saying, I will protect that what I placed in you. All you have to do is now turn away from your cravings and continue to desire me, and I will stand in the gap. I will stand in the middle. Yes. I will be the yes. one that stops the cravings from trying yes. to infiltrate your life so you can pursue, pursue your desire in me. Uh-huh. When God is protecting us, we don't have to worry about what the enemy does. He will try to attack because that's what he does. He will not only attack you physically, but he will attack you most emotionally. He will attack you mentally. And he will attack us every which way that he can. Mm -hmm. It is up to us to trust and believe God that he will be our Jehovah Shalom, Mm -hmm. our God of peace. He will be our Jehovah Rapha, the good shepherd, the one that protects us. Mm -hmm. And we will stand and we must stand on the word that is stated in Isaiah 54 and 7, that no weapon formed against us or formed against thee will prosper. See, many of us fall victim to the fact that the weapon will be used. Many of us will fall victim to the fact that the weapon has been formed. But let me set the record straight. It did not say that the weapon would not be formed because the weapon's going to be formed. It did not say that the weapon wouldn't be used because the weapon shall be used. But it said it will not prosper. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See, see, when something prospers in your life, that means it's trying to take over. Mm-hmm. That means it's trying to do or take hold of you. But no, God said the weapon was going to be formed. The weapon is going to be used, but it shall not prosper, mm-hmm. meaning that it will not kill you. Uh-huh. 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 That it will not destroy you. Yes. Because God is our protection. God is going to protect that gift that he placed in us. Mm-hmm. So tell the enemy, keep on attacking. Mm-hmm. Do what you want to do. But I know that God is my protection. Yes. Yes. God is my banner of victory. As I come to a close, we see here that the good shepherd is Jesus Christ himself. Mm -hmm. The good shepherd is one that will lead us, one that will feed us, Mm -hmm. one that will guide us, 
and one that will give us rest. Yes. He is coming. He is saying now, come all ye that are heavy laden unto me. Because when you are going through a battle, when you're going through a struggle, uh -huh. when you're going through a test, sometimes all you need to do is just rest. Just rest. Just rest. All you need to do is just rest because God, what happens is yeah. God is saying, you're doing too much. Too much. You're doing too way much. too much. And I need you to rest. Preach. What are you resting on? You're resting on the fact that I'm going to protect yes. you. You're resting on the fact that I led you to this place. You're resting on the fact that I'm going to feed you. You're resting on the fact that I have now fed you. And now I'm going to put my angels around you to protect you. Yes, yes. You can rest to the fact that if God has placed something in your spirit uh -huh. and that you're following his instructions and you're following his guidance and you're following his protocol, that he is going to give you rest. rest. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. See, a lot of times we 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 don't come to God to get rest. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A lot of times we were, we're busy doing things that God is saying, I, will, I need you to rest. Just rest. I need you to rest. Yes. Because when you're resting, what is it doing? You're refreshing yourself. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, how many times we say, I just need to rest? Yes, yes. I just need a mental break. Rest. I just need to get down and say, I need to stop everything I'm doing mm -hmm. and I need to rest. I need to let my mind rest. Yes. I need to let my body rest. I and I need to let my spirit rest. Because what happens is if we keep going and going and going and going, your body will do one of two things. It will either shut down. Mm -hmm. As soon as you get in a comfortable position, your, your body shuts down. Uh -huh. Or you start now where your mind is constantly running. Mm -hmm. No matter what you're doing, no matter where you're at, you always think about the next thing to do. Mm -hmm. You always think about what I got to do next, what I got to do next, what I got to do next, whatever. And your life becomes chaotic. Mm -hmm. Your life becomes too much noise mm -hmm. going on. Mm -hmm. And God is saying, no, I need you to come and rest. rest. Because what the rest would allow me to do, it allow me to reset you. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us need to be reset. Because God is saying, I have plans for you. But with everything going on in your life and everything that you're trying to do, mm -hmm. I can't reset you mm -hmm. because you're walking too much. You're talking too much. You're listening to other people too much. too much. Come rest. Yes. You're doing too much. Come rest. Mm -hmm. So I can reset you. I can put my desire back in you. Yes. Now I can lead and direct you. I can feed you and I can protect you. But I can't do anything if you're not coming to me for rest. Uh -huh. Matthew 11, 28 to 30 says it like this. Come unto me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden, yes. and I will give you rest. Mm -hmm. Take my yoke and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. Mm -hmm. See, what the enemy wants you to do, he, he wants you to keep going. Because eventually what will happen is you do one of the you'll burn out. Mm -hmm. And what happens is if your desire burns out, now you're going to be chasing mm -hmm. after something that you never desired mm -hmm. because you burnt out. God is saying, sometimes just rest. He said, I, I built, I, I created the earth in seven days. And that seventh day I took rest. Mm -hmm. I needed to rest. God is saying, rest in your spirit sometimes. It's okay to say no because you need that rest in your spirit. It's okay to say, I can't do it right now because I need to rest. It's okay to be like, no, I can't do that today because I need to rest. Mm -hmm. Learn the power of no mm -hmm. when it comes to you doing a lot of things. Yes. Because you need that mental so work. So you need that mental ability to just stop everything uh -huh. and rest. Uh -huh. I'm sorry, but I'm going to say this about the kids. Sometimes you need to tell the kids, chill out. Uh -huh. 
Right. Chill out. I need a mental break. Stop what you're doing and chill out. Give me five minutes right. to rest. Yes. Because I need to reset. Because what happens if you don't reset, you're going to say something that will get them upset and something that you regret later. Mm. So you have to learn how to stop and say, I need a moment. Yes, I need a moment. I need a moment to reset. Yes. And then what you do is you say, God, give me the peace. Mm -hmm. Now I need your peace because when I'm resetting, I can't have all these thoughts going through my mind. I need the peace of God now to come mm -hmm. and reset my mind, reset my heart, mm -hmm. reset my spirit. And a guarantee, I'm a witness that if you take that moment out to take the reset, when you walk back into the situation, you look at it clearly, you look at it differently, and you'll attack it differently uh -huh. than what you would have if you did not rest. Uh -huh. This is what David meant by he said, I shall not want. I don't lack anything. Uh -huh. I'm not going to lack anything in God because he has everything I need. Everything. That's why I call him the good shepherd. Uh -huh. That's why I call him my shepherd. I shall not lack mm -hmm. because if he has everything that I need, I'm not going to lack everything. I don't want for nothing because mm -hmm. he has it in his hands. Mm -hmm. All I got to do now is go get it. Yes. All I got to do is go get it. He's saying it's here for you. Mm -hmm. It's right here for you. I am the good shepherd. You don't have to want for anything. You don't have to lack anything because mm -hmm. I have everything in my hands. Yes. Yes. Next week, we're going to go into verse number two. Mm -hmm. Next week, we're going to dive into this for the next couple of weeks. We're going to dive into this because God is saying he is the good shepherd. Yes. And today he said, I am your everything. I am the one, you're the, fish, the sufficient one. Mm -hmm. I shall give you everything you need. And as we go through, you will understand what I mean by he gives you everything that you need. Come back next week. Come back with us next week. Join us next week as we continue in this message entitled The Good Shepherd Breaking Down Psalms. 23. Heavenly Father, we want to say thank you. Thank you for the word that you have put in our spirit. Thank you for the word that you have placed in my heart. Thank you, God, for being my everything, my provider, my peace. Thank you, God, for allowing us to have this time in your presence. Now, God, as we part from our ways, as we part from this presence, but we don't part from your grace nor your truth. We ask for traveling mercies back to where we have to go. Watch over my family as they go back to New York on today, God. Protect them as they travel up 95. Yes, yes. Keep them away from any car accidents, wrecks, anything that will prevent them from reaching their destination. Yes, God. Protect them and cover them with your blood. You drive that vehicle for them, God. And let them reach there safely. God bless Lady Crystal and, and Aaron as they go home on the highway, God. Touch them as they travel, God. Protect them and cover them with your blood. And protect everyone that's traveling today, God. Get them back home safely. But God, I thank you for this time that we had here today. I thank you for the word that you've spoken into our lives. God, you are our everything. You are our Elohim, our El Shaddai, our Jehovah Nisi, our Jehovah Rapha. Everything that we need is in you. Let us continue to realize that, God, that we lack nothing because you are everything. And if we are lacking something, God, let us call on you to get it. Mm -hmm. That we don't lack anything, God. And we bind the hand of the enemy that will try to show us what we may be lacking. We bind the hand of the enemy right now. That he will not infiltrate or destroy what you have put in the atmosphere today. Mm -hmm. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. What a mighty word we just heard. I pray that the words that were spoken will encourage you to dream again. 
Listen, I need you to share this podcast with your family and friends. I also need to follow me so you'll be notified when a new show launches. I would like to hear from you too. If you are blessed by the word, you can leave me a comment by emailing me at lindsayjones at destinytemple.org. I would also like you to be a blessing to the ministry. You can do so by visiting the church website at www.destinytemple.org. Remember to live every moment with purpose. Until next week, be blessed.